Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre, the As we speed towards WrestleMania, a WrestleMania, which is interesting is the word I will use, and we will get into all of that very uh, shortly, along with Stat Guy Greg, who I'll be talking to in just a a couple of minutes as we get him connected. We have a lot to get to this week. Something's good. Something's good. Something's not as good. Um, I'm not going to lie. Very excited about March Madness right now. Um, it's like that weird moment right before you get to WrestleMania where you're also just so damn excited about March Madness if you're a sports fan that you can get, you know, some level of relief if there are stories that, uh, you've got questions about, you know, for example, Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe, but we'll get to that with, uh, SGG as well. Um, and do some things outside the ring. Um, and, uh, I, listen, I, you know, I'm trying to be, I'm always, I'm always trying to be positive. That's how I do. I really do. Um, I, I don't like, especially in WrestleMania season, I will always look for the best of what's available, but sometimes it's just the best of what you, what's available. Now you want to talk about something that's good, something that's great. Let's talk about Dollar Shave Club. Okay. Because Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to look and feel your best, all right? And you never have to go to a store. They have everything you need to get ready, Um, whether it's your hair, skin, face, you name it. They have it, Um, and they have this new program where they automatically keep you stocked up on all the products you use. So you determine what you want, when you want it, and it shows up at your door, and boom, you're never having to make that random you know, CVS or Rite Aid trip or Dwayne Reed or whatever it is. Because guess what? It's every, it's all right there. It's just showing up. So, I mean, they have amazing toothpaste, for example. And I have it set up, and boom, I don't ever think about buying toothpaste. There's no such thing as running out. It just shows up. Um, it's fantastic. So right now, they have a bunch of starter sets that you can try for just $5, like the Oral Care Kit. And after that, the restock box ships regularly sized products. Um, at a regular price. So what are you waiting for? Get over there right now. Dollarshaveclub.com slash heat. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash heat. Check it out. Um, so we'll talk to Greg in, in a second and see what SGG thinks. Oh my God. Now I'm sure we're all, I'm, I'm sure that SGG is incredibly fired up about the Kofi Kingston story. Oh my goodness. And I'll tell you right now, I am at a point And I think this is a testament to the story being good. I'm at a point where if it doesn't work out for Kofi, I could be done. I could be done. And I I, I bet anything SGG will say the same thing. I don't know if either of us mean it and can actually back it up. But that's how I feel. And so I think that's a good sign. I think that's a sign that this story has moved us enough to care so much about Kofi's character that if he is truly screwed out of WrestleMania, or it could be even worse, goes to WrestleMania after all of this and then just loses. And you know what people will start saying at that point. It'll become a conversation 
of Booker T and Triple H. I'm sure this will come up when I get SGG on the line. If that is where it goes, he get, he goes through everything humanly possible and then gets Booker T'd at WrestleMania. See, it's managing, it's managing manager of general, excuse me. It'll hurt. It'll downright sting if that's what happens. And the way the story's being built with this sort of underlying tone of, you know, we talked last week about how racial stuff was implied. If you go that far and yet don't get it, SGG, I, I, I know that you have to have the same feeling. Are you having nightmares right now? Of a Booker T and Triple H. Yeah, it's it's getting more and more vivid every day, too. I mean, I, I'm holding out hope that they don't go that route. I'm waiting until that final bell has rung before I decide. But but it is it is starting to creep up in the back of my mind. SGG, you're already recording, right? Yes, of course. You know why? Because you're a professional, that's, and that's the only. Thing oh I know how to my be. goodness! Oh yeah. I mean. I, I know I've never seen it. I've never seen a professional quite like. Well, there's one, only one person. Bret Hart, the real wrestler. It's professional wrestling. So now, SGG, do you have a? First of all, do you still believe that Kofi Kingston somehow next week or the following ends up at WrestleMania one way or the other? I I do, I do, and I thought that we were gonna like that question would be decided already. So I have to say I don't know how they're gonna do it. Um, and I don't know who they go to if they don't, because you have to imagine that Daniel Bryan also wants a match at WrestleMania. You don't think he's going to want to just sit it out. Um, but I have no idea how they get there. That's a great point. How would you get somewhere else with him? Yeah. Him would they- at this, at, at this point, that's a great point where two weeks out or we're two and a half weeks out. Where else would you go with Daniel Bryan? Who's the WWE champion? one of the most over people in the company, where would you go if it's not Kofi Kingston? That's the only story that exists. Yeah, I mean, they put the Mustafa Ali thing to bed. You know, he was in the triple threat. He got his championship opportunity that he lost. And he took the pin. Um, so you have to think Mustafa Ali goes to the back of the line. KO also lost that match. KO also doesn't have a WrestleMania match, but I don't think they'll go They'll go that way again. They, ju- they were just there for fast lane and settled it. Um, also not as big a controversy. I am currently the real life Kofi Kingston is I'm not currently on WrestleMania as well. Cause a lot of people have been hitting me up and asking me and, uh, I, I took off for a while and was not traveling and was hoping to be back. And as of right now, I'm not. So as of this moment, I relate to the character of Kofi Kingston. That, that's even, I know what it's that's like. That's also repug. Um, but, uh, but like you said, we've got two and a half weeks. Um, it was repug. WWE can make it right. For you and for Kof, and uh, and make my boyhood dream come true, WrestleMania weekend. Is your boyhood dream coming true? Me winning the title at because that's you know what you make a great point. How would we feel if Kofi didn't get the match, but I got it? Hey, listen, that's just as good for me. <laughs> I, oh, you think I'd have a chance with the Black Power ranking? Oh, of course. Um, you can bring the title back to the Cheap Heat universe. That would be great. I think we'll all we'd all pull for that if it's not Kofi. 
what a moment that would be. Or, you know, is John Cena still going to pop up? And do I get a match with Cena? Hair versus hair. <laughs> hair versus hair. I think uh, he already lost that one. Or he deserves to lose that one. That's, I know. That's the unbelievable part. John Cena right now is one of the few people I have a better haircut than. I can say that with confidence. <laughs> so, question. What's worse? Kofi um, goes to WrestleMania. I mean, doesn't go to WrestleMania or goes and just loses clean one, two, three in the middle of the ring after all that. Kofi going to WrestleMania and losing clean in the middle of the ring is 100% worse because if he doesn't go to WrestleMania, then that fantasy is still there for every, everybody. You know, they should have done this. It would have been better if blah, blah, blah. But then if he goes and doesn't, that's them not only entertaining the fantasy, but also killing it. Right before our eyes. That's a really uh, that's a that's a very good point. Um, now, because we are on this subject right now, um, and I don't know, it'll probably be our our main subject this week because it's by far. Uh, well, here's what I'm not going to talk about: Ronda Rousey and her husband. <laughs> I'm not spending time on that schmagain. That was a good forearm smash, but I think I mean that was the best part of the whole segment too, though. I, I just, you know, I get it. It, it. it, listen, I'm getting worked by everything because, um, I find her husband being there to be annoying. So again, if you want to annoy people by having Ronda Rousey, uh, talk about how wrestling isn't real, congratulations. I'm annoyed. So that works. And if you want to annoy people by having her like semi known ex UFC husband wandering around doing nothing, that annoys me too. So congratulations. But, but um, so real quick, works oh, go ahead. Than the other though, like her husband being around definitely works better than her calling everything fake. Because that's like annoying. Like I don't even want to participate in this anymore. Annoying versus her husband being around is just like that is a good point. I, I know there is a, there is a level to that that I think was was misinterpreted. Of turn off the TV heat, and I'm not saying people will turn off the TV. It's WrestleMania, but the idea that. It's not just annoying and like, I hate you and want you to lose. It's like, no, we know that obviously this is what the story is and we think it's whack. Yeah. Um, like no one's, no one's that stupid. Once it goes <laughs> right. on and becomes, you know, like you could be that stupid for one social media post and if they never went back to it, okay. But once it becomes like a bit of a thing, well, now you know you're just, okay, the, the line you're deciding to, deciding to play with is, we are going to insult the people who love this the most. Yeah. Uh, and I get it. You know, if you want heat, that's that's cool. There'll be some heat, and there'll be some people who are just like, nah, I don't really think this is fun. Right. You know, I, I and, and, and call me a nerd for taking it too seriously, but as wrestling fans, we already have to spend our whole life Defending wrestling to everyone who's not into wrestling. Now you're making me defend wrestling to the woman who's held the title the entire year. Thanks, no thanks. Right, because doesn't it? Her saying that like it buries her too. Like this is all fake, but you play. It buries everything. Yeah, you play for it buries everyone. This championship, but this is all fake. But it, you know what I mean. <laughs> you weren't above it when you needed to get the championship. I mean, yeah, when you sat there crying because you won and it was the world's best thing for you and blah, 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 and now it means nothing, not, not only does it make the fans feel like, okay, cool, because, I mean, I'm here paying money to see this and I love it, and I already have to tell other people, like, it's not a real sport, I have to fight with them. Now that one of the champions says it too, yeah. not to mention the fact that every woman in the women, woman's evolution who's been there for years busting their butt 
they also got jobbed in one way or another. Yeah. And even that, she could have said, like, you know, you guys booed me, so this meant nothing to means nothing to me. Even that, there's just like th- the fake word putting that into it is what threw it all out of whack. Because she could have got so close to that line without having to cross it that just crossed. Yeah, and I mean, even if you didn't go there, and to your point, Greg, it's a good point. Even even if she had just been like, "Hey, listen, ever since I've shown up, all I've done is have great matches," and you know what? I know it gets you mad that I showed up and all these people have been working at it their whole life and I'm already better than them. Let's be honest. I'm better than every woman here. Matter of fact, I'm better than every woman who's come before me. Every Hall of Famer, you name it, I'm better. Better, better, better. I shouldn't even be in the women's division. I should be in the men's division. The women's division is a joke. There's so many ways she could have gone that would have garnered heat without being like, let me just throw the whole thing out the window and say all of this (laughs) is trash and you're trash. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And I mean. You know, it's like, come on. (laughs) That had to be a case of her just saying something on social media and then like this has to be all damage control now. Like they're leaning into the That's what I. That's what I thought. I've heard otherwise, but that's what I thought. And I, I don't know anything, but that's... Um, Larry wrote me this message about Kofi, and I want to read it, but man. The, the, it's such a long... It's literally such a long email with this idea. I want to read it, bro, but... Did Larry wild out with the, with the, with the characters? Did he go over? It's just he says SmackDown strings out denying Kofi the championship match at this year's Mania until the go home SmackDown, where Vince, who takes great offense to being insinuated could be racist, explains at the top of the show that if New Day wants championship opportunity so bad, it's not Kofi who gets it, but Big E instead. Then Big E becomes champion. Kofi gets money in the bank briefcase. I'm skipping ahead here. Yeah, I see. I see the email. Like this, this is like a script. Yeah, he wrote a full strip. Yeah. It seems <laughs> there's bullet points, there's transitions. Yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. Now, hold on, real quick. Mail. Um, Corbin says, "Greetings, Malcolm and Greg." While watching the gauntlet match on Tuesday, I was talking to my girlfriend about Kofi being the first African American to hold the title since The Rock. It led me to explain The Rock's lineage. Blah 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 blah. And then I realized that Kofi's from Ghana. Now, I'm no stat guy, but I believe that if Kofi wins at Mania, he'll also be the first African-born WWE champion. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, of course you are right. Regardless, if Kofi to win, this possible fact would probably be ignored. Um, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if that would be ignored. I don't know if they, they could be, see that as an opportunity. They made they made big mention of the fact, you know, with of Jinder Mahal and his Indian uh, Indian heritage, and um. Yeah, I think Kofi would get – they would mention that for Kofi. I don't know if they'll like harp on it to the point of that be, being the thing that defines him and his championship run, but it will definitely be pointed out for sure. Uh, Jeffrey writes us here. Mail. Guys, just got done watching SmackDown. Why do wrestlers who aren't there live watch matches in the back on monitors? I've often wondered this, and it just seems pronounced this episode with everyone watching. Don't you think it would be more visually cool and exciting if they came to the top of the ramp? Where people, blah, blah, blah. Well, for the most part, it would draw attention away from the match right. in the arena if, if everyone was out there. 
Um, and not to mention it would ruin it when someone runs out to the ring. You know, you kind of have to keep that open. I do wish they had some consistency, though, for how the monitor area looked. You know, sometimes they're just standing in a generic blue room with a monitor there. Sometimes it's like in the hallway. I think maybe there's a way that you could make it look like that's the way the monitor area always looks and kind of set it up the same. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate that. Um, but yeah, I don't think that, I don't think that works in this case. But in this case, with this being such a big deal, might have been cool if they did the old school kind of thing that they did in the Attitude Era and they were up in a suite watch, like standing, you know, sitting in a suite watching <laughs> yeah, that, or something like that. Oh, now Dean writes us. Mail. Will they do Kofi like Booker? Mm. She is managing, as managing manager of general. Excuse me. Hi, sweet Pete and Mr. G. Like Mr. T of WrestleMania 1. No, Dean, that doesn't work. I'm hoping, like everyone else, that Kofi gets the WrestleMania moment he deserves and lifts that WWE championship. But are you both concerned that they give Kofi the Booker T treatment from WrestleMania 19? We all know Booker deserved that WrestleMania moment becoming champ, so will history repeat itself? Keep up the great work. I've been a fan since the days of shoes, the new era, the new, new era, and the new, new, new. Where are we? Much love, Dean, London, England. Well, Dean, you hit it on the head. We are all very concerned and uh, hopeful. I, it would just make – it would – I said earlier, SGG, that if this moment doesn't work out for Kofi – and either he doesn't get the match, or particularly if he just loses clean in the middle of the ring at Mania, I, I, I don't know that I can go on. Yeah, it'll it'll be tough. It it will be tough. It'll be a tough blow for everybody, and um, because it's 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 really pulling at the heartstrings of an issue that's really prevalent right now, right? In particular. Cause this, this feels like the way they're building it up and like with the flashbacks of book, it does start to feel sort of bigger than wrestling and like bigger than what happens for two hours on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Um, and they have to know that the direction they went at WrestleMania 19, even if they would have just given it to them, you know, and then Booker kept it for a month or a day, which is what they were doing, some type of stuff they were doing back then. Um, even if he lost with shenanigans, but like Booker losing clean, they had to know that there was uh, that was a mistake, and you have to think that they would not make that same mistake twice. Well, and that's the thing, and that's where the conversation of like, yeah, but you know, it's predetermined and blah blah blah. But but the but the lineage of the title and the race of the people with the title that's real. That's not made up, right? That's real life. It's real life that the last black champion was The Rock. The last and the only. Um, Granted, he had it eight. The last and the only. He had it eight times. <laughs> but um, for him to be the first, last, and only, uh, it's kind of wild. So, yeah, and, and, and then you can't ignore the place we're in right now. So it would uh, – there are a lot of people, myself included, and I can tell from looking at the mailbag, a lot of other people who would be really sort of affected. Now, um, Chris writes us as well, SGG. Mail. Hello, gentlemen. I need some help explaining the love for this Kofi Mania storyline. I don't get it. The Mr. McMahon character has always had provocation for his actions. Stone Cold not being the corporate guy, Shane, blah, blah, blah. His actions towards Kofi have been the result of zero provocation. 
There's no storyline reason for Vince to be treating Kofi this way. The box office draw argument holds no water, especially considering the New Day is the face of the recent SummerSlam marketing that was just rolled out. I knew last week, even if Kofi won the gauntlet match, that Vince would come out and stack the deck once again because that's what his God-in-the-machine character has established he can do. That isn't good storytelling. I honestly don't see his on-screen character as being anything else than a mean, racist, senile old coot who thinks, hey, it's my sandbox, I can do whatever I want. I personally don't find anything compelling with this storyline at all, and I don't see what sort of compelling ending it can have. Your thoughts? Been listening for over five years now. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Thank you for reading my emails on the show, and please have Dip on more. Man, Dip is very over. Dip's very over right now. Um, I um, let me let me deal. Let's deal with that for a second. The character's motivation. I would. This is not the only time that. The Vince McMahon on-screen character is simply, it, this is my sandbox, I'll do what I want. Right. Um, you, you may not like that. It may, I understand what you're saying, that to you that's not compelling. But at the same time, it is a thing that's been done before. This is, this, it is his sandbox. Um, and, while I agree, I wish there was a more – I mean, what you're essentially saying is you wish it could almost be outright about what the underlying thing is that has to be done in this nuanced way. You almost wish it could just be overt. But obviously you can't do that. Uh, going to get Vince Donald Sterling down here. He That's a public company. But, um, but, but, but the thing is it's a character. Yeah, and also too, I, I think the question – because people, everybody's been asking the question, what does Vince have against Kofi? And I don't necessarily think that that's the right question. I think there are two questions that better um, get at what we're seeing going on. And it's one, um, what does Daniel Bryan have against Kofi? And why is he able to influence Vince in that way? Because every time Vince has come out and uh, screwed Kofi of the opportunity, it's always been... Well, I spoke to Daniel Bryan about this, or Daniel Bryan thinks that, and Daniel Bryan said, and it's, or Daniel Bryan himself comes out and 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 pins him, right? And it has to it has to be what is Daniel Bryan's issue with Kofi, and why is Vince okay with that? I think those are the two questions that that need to be asked because so far, yes, Vince has been the one like screwing with Kofi and everything like that, but you know he was just quoting Daniel Bryan when he said. That Kofi's a B plus player and that Kofi doesn't deserve to be there and everything like that. So he's taking the brunt of it because he's rubber stamping it all. But I think more of the focus needs to be what's Daniel Bryan's issue too? Because they both seem to be uh, partners in this. And yeah, and, and how did all of a sudden Daniel Bryan, a character that at least we know off camera, I can't recall if on camera, no, they've made reference to it on camera too. Vince has never been in love with. Yeah. How did he all of a sudden start wielding this influence? Simply because he has the title? Right. And is that enough for him to now wield this power where he gets whatever he wants? Because you're right, that's a really good point. And let's not that's another too, question. Because um even as recently as the Royal Rumble build up when Daniel Bryan was um looking to face AJ, he was disrespecting Vince in January. He was like, your generation is old. You ruined everything. Like, this planet's messed up because you are greedy. And then now, a month later, 
they're in lockstep with how they feel about Kofi Kingston. I think the question is, what caused that? Great question. That's a great point. It just happened. That promo was two seconds ago. Yeah. And now here, all of a sudden, Daniel Bryan is the biggest influence. All right, let's see. Do I have any other questions here? Ah, okay. Mean Gene with a J writes us. Mail. If Kofi loses, we quit. <laughs> Kofi, Man- <laughs> Kofi Mania running wild on Seth. What's good, sweet Pete and SGG? As you both know, being a black WWE fan is hard. Between Tony Atlas, Asaba Simba, Kamala, Ron Simmons, and that stupid helmet, all of the shucking and jiving, literally and figuratively, Booker T at WrestleMania 19, Crime Time, and too many other to name. If, for some reason, Kofi isn't WWE champion at the end of WrestleMania, is it time for black wrestling fans to give up? It seems like if they don't pull the trigger now, they never will. Do we just throw our hands up and throw in the towel? Number two, on the Pritchard podcast, he said that the reason Booker T didn't win the title at 19 was because it was all about crowning Brock. I don't believe it. But if that's true, that clearly means that the WWF, WWE, Universal, and Raw women's titles won't all change hands at WrestleMania this year. With that being said, it's expected that Becky will win and Kofi should win. So is Kofi Mania going to run wild on Seth and, on Seth and Brock? Hold on. Run wild. On Seth and Brock retains. Oh, and Brock retains. Um, thanks for reading my long email. In addition, stay major. Enjoy yourself. I think take it easy, man. And Terry Funk's voice should be added because whenever I leave somewhere and say, take it easy, man, that's all I hear. <laughs> so, you know, I couldn't agree with you more. And I do think take it easy, man, since we've played it so much and talked about it. And I believe we're the first people to ever point out. The take it easy, man. I think we are. Like when, when we, people, we are groundbreaking in that. I, and I say we, but it's actually you. You pointed. Yeah, you know, you're right. It's it's because everyone's. It's still real to me, damn it. That's all you ever hear, but it's more about the whole thing. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. Yeah, and, I mean, thank take you, it easy, man. Take it easy, man. And the funny thing about it too is like it's Terry Funk telling him that. Which, like, of all the wrestlers of all the years, it has to be Terry Funk who's done the most damage to his body, telling this dude to take it easy. I know, it's so true. It's so true. Um, Chris writes us. Mail. Uh, hello, gentlemen. This question's for both of you, but most, more so for the statless one. Your thoughts on this Kofi storyline? Especially about how Vince is essentially presenting himself as a grumpy plantation owner at Jace. <laughs> Enjoy yourself and please get dip on the show more. All right. Well, we basically already covered that. Um, let's see. Ah, Vincent writes us, SGG. Okay, Vincent. Mail. His Majesty and Tony Statless. Shane looked like a complete savage when he beat down the Miz. I think that if they can continue to make him look that dangerous, then they could begin to tell the greatest untold storyline in WWE. Shane versus Triple H for control of the company could fill a year worth of buildup before a mania blow off could be epic if done correctly. Thoughts? I could not agree you agree with you more. Yeah. Oh, and he says he Vincent signed it. Sorry. From every girl's dream 
the Sicilian sweetheart, <laughs> Vincenzo Marino. Mage. Vincenzo. Um. Yeah, I agree. I think I think everyone agrees. Yeah, no. I, I think I've been every, waiting for that since Shane has come back. It's the story. I mean, listen, as much as like the Shane Miz thing has turned out cool because Miz, it's interesting to see babyface Miz, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, Shane's done a nice job, yada, yada. It's, it's really still filler. There was never a real thing between Shane and Miz. The trophy is not even a thing. Yeah. The trophy is nothing. It's it's amazing it made it to WrestleMania because the Shane and Miz is definitely feels like a placeholder feud for Miz, Brian, and Shane and Triple H. So at some point, we got to get both of those um, done right. And I, I do agree that this could fill up a lot of time in the lead up to next year's Mania. Yeah, I would I would absolutely love that. I don't know. It would, you'd, ha- you'd have to go like at some point Shane is so savage to Miz that Triple H comes out and like pulls him off. You know, there's there's some way to get there. There's a lot of ways to get there. Um, but yes, that would be the real deal. That would be what people are are truly waiting for. So SGG, that brings me to this. You have an updated card in front of you. Um, I do not. You want me to? You want me to do it? Can I get it faster than you? Let's t- let's race to it. All right. Let's. You want to race? Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I got um, it. Oh, I think you beat me. By like a I got split it. second. All right, here we go. We have, we have, we have. Um... Do you have it or did let's, you just? Let's let. No, no, I have it. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's rate these matches. Either the majesty, major, mage, or um, it was repug. I don't think I have an adjacent one here. So wait, Majesty is the highest, highest level. Highest level. Okay. It's the Majesty. The Majesty. Um, followed by. I was so happy. Okay. Um, let me see. Hold on. Maybe that. Maybe Morris has one. Oh, I got the perfect one. Uh, yeah. No, wait. More, Mo- Morris. More. Morris can be um, the adjacent one. This will be adjacent. I see. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. How about that? Okay. All right. So major. So I will go through I the card. So happy. I see. Uh huh. Repug. <laughs> no, there's also within that. There's also major and mage. Ma- 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 okay. So we have like five different levels here. <laughs> okay. So let's start out with. Uh, currently, I'm sorry, Asuka TBD. Yeah. Two weeks removed. Yeah, it was repug. It, it it has to be it has to be repug. Um, they they I, I understand that this past Tuesday SmackDown was all about Kofi Kingston and Kofi Mania, but um they had a match with the Iconics. They had Miz cut a promo. They had Kevin Owens do something. They could have found two minutes to say Asuka is going to be defending the Women's Championship against whoever wins this match next. Well, week. especially when you consider. They spent a lot of time on Becky and Charlotte, and they did the same thing they've done ten times. Right. Yeah. So I, I know you need to have them on TV, but like Becky and Charlotte minus Ronda at this point, 
I, I, I mean, I know you got to do it, but you could probably just promote that with a package. I don't know if you need them both there to do that. So, all right. So we'll start out with that's currently Repug because we don't know what the match is yet. Samoa Joe and Rey Mysterio. I am going personally. It was Repug. I'm, I'm um, going to personally go with, uh, I, okay. I see Morris. I see. Uh huh. Yeah. That, I, I, I'm somewhere between the two because obviously they're two phenomenal talents who will do great work together. So that part's mage. But in terms of just out of nowhere, um, Rey Mysterio coming out with his now giant son and announcing, <laughs> yeah. and announcing that he's having this match with Samoa Joe. Um, I mean, they've been involved in fatal four ways, et cetera, but like I, they're two great names, two iconic talents. Two future Hall of Famers, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. Samoa Joe's going to need more accolades within WWE probably, but he's deserving of it. Um, but th- there's no story to speak of, SGG. Right. And I just saw, I just saw both of them going a different way. And so, I mean, am I, is my rating influenced by the fact that they didn't go anywhere near where I thought they were going to go? Yeah. But that's why it's my opinion and my rating. And, uh, that's the best I can give them is, I see. Uh-huh. Let's move on to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which as of now includes Braun Strowman. It was Repug. Same. That can't be where that can't be where Braun Strowman is at WrestleMania, guys. Can't be. We already have ten matches on the card and there's no room for Braun Strowman. Can't be. Can't be. It was Repug. Yeah. Unanimously Repug. You know? You're hurting me. Feel all- oh, I'm sorry. And then, he, and then the only thing we have him feuding with is Colin Jost. He's not a winner. The thought of eating it wow. would make me throw up. So, AJ Styles and Randy Orton, I'll do m- 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 mage. But that's the lowest mage I have. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Major on that one. Major, just because of the levels of how Major they both are, and you know we'll get a great match. Yes, yes, uh, yes. fair. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Major, but but at the same time, too though, um, as you gave your rating, I did get flashbacks of uh, AJ and KO, and le- I mean that was just not a good feud for either one of them, even though. They too can have great matches, and um, so we'll see on potential and on paper, and just based on the fact that Randy Orton uh, seems to be inspired right now and and into having good matches and not just phoning it in. I'm gonna go with um, Major. Shane McMahon and the Miz. I will go. Midge. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I am. It's cool, you know, and I, like I said, my most interesting thing here is that we're going to see, uh, babyface Miz at WrestleMania. Yeah. Could be the only time only. So I'm into that. By the way, you can always reach out to us at RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. That's how you do so. Now, SGG, before we get into the rest of the, uh, matches, cause I'm, I'm honestly very excited about this portion of the show. I'm going to keep you guys waiting for one more second. Um, I have to shout out another one of our friends on the program, okay? Um, we know that every company out there um, battles challenges, 
trying to grow, okay? It's not easy. Updating processes, replacing systems, um, getting a handle on cash flow. If, if you run your own business, you know how hard this is, okay? So introducing NetSuite by Oracle, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform, okay? With NetSuite, you save time, money, unneeded headaches. It's so, so easy to get everything done instantly from your desk or even your phone. Thousands of the best-known brands and fastest-growing companies are using NetSuite to manage their business. And right now, NetSuite's offering you incredible insights to overcome these obstacles in business that are holding you back for free, okay? For free. You'll learn how to acquire new customers, increase profits, all that. So get NetSuite's guide, Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth, when you go to netsuite.com slash heat right now. You can get their free Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth guide right now, free, at netsuite.com slash heat. That's netsuite.com slash heat. All right, SGG, moving right along. Um, Oh, no. <sighs> Kurt Ang- Kurt Angle and Baron Corbin. It was Rapunzel. Yeah. There's nowhere else to go for that match. Like, uh, you're hurting me. We can't. Now, I do have to say though, Crystal theorizes that this is not going to be the match that we get at WrestleMania. Um, wow, the valet. Yes. The valet is weighing, and she does not believe it's going to happen. No, because. Um, she said they're making too much of a big deal about what the fans think slash thought when the match was announced. And because of that, she's expecting them to swerve into a completely different di- direction because uh, she said usually they just don't care <laughs> what we think. Um, Is she suggesting and are you suggesting that this could be we could be in the middle of Miz country. John Cena and some ruthless aggression. I I would like that very much. I I would like to see that. And uh with her with her just putting that in the back of my brain, I do think we do see John Cena Kurt Angle instead somehow. But it it, I, it can't be crazy. I gotta I gotta say that's a sophisticated uh take from a converted wrestling fan. Very impressed. Um let's go to Triple H versus the one and only. Wait for it. Oh, come on, man. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. You know, I can stick with John Lena, John Cena's low level. Came back to be WWE World Heavyweight Champion, and I earned the right to do that by winning the Rumble Royal Rumble. I will, I will give this a major. I'm gonna go, and I know, I know the build has not been great. I I know that, with the exception of the way it started with the flair thing, which we all enjoyed. Since then, it has suffered a bit, but I'm just pumped to see Batista back. So I'm a little biased, and that is why. I'm giving it the rating that I'm giving. Yeah, and I'm equally biased, except I'm going to go full majesty on this one. I'm going to go ahead and bestow our highest. You're, you're going full. You're going full. The majesty. Full majesty. I'm going to bestow our highest honor 
on this match because for one, I know it'll deliver. Um, for two, Batista, Batista's in-home promo, dressed like a crime boss uh, this past Monday, was was entertained by it 100%. Um, limitless mean potential from that. The give me what I want promo, huge fan of that one. And I didn't love give me what I want. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Again, huge mean potential. Um, I, I think you should have said this in the first promo. Keep on kissing babies and hugging fat girls. Don't you think? I think so. It would it would have applied though, considering like all the charity work and uh, you know, Good King H has been doing lately. But um, but yeah, that matches. There's no way that match doesn't deliver. And um, even even that, you know, I, Batista calling it his retirement match and saying that he wanted Triple H to be the one that he beats, I think is kind of hilarious because. Batista's never lost to Triple H one on one, so that's even more funny. That like he's sort of guaranteeing that he's going to go out on top by handpicking this dude that has never beat him, even if it is Triple H. But yeah, I'm in on. All I of wonder, it. and I and I am curious about the outcome. I'll say that too. Yeah, I I, I can't be. You could see it either way. You could see them being like Batista's a big star now. Yada yada yada. But at the same time, um, he's not going to be around. And Batista is a wrestler. He might want to go out looking at the lights. I could see him losing to Triple H because it's not going to be Triple H's last match. He's got at least another mania, if not an, if not two. Yeah, Triple H is going to be wrestling for a long time. You say two, I could see like five. But um, but either way, that's strong. Either way. Batista um, Buddy Murphy, Buddy Murphy and Tony Nice. Um, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, how about I see? Uh huh. What's the one above that? I see. Uh huh. What's the one above that? Well, that's the thing. You go from I see. Uh huh. To um. M- 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 Midge. It's tough. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. M- 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 Midge. I'll go that. I'll go lowest level mage. I mean, I'm sure they'll have a good match. And that's the thing. 205 Live just doesn't get its due, though. It really doesn't because they do have good matches on there. And Buddy Murphy has been on fire. Tony Nese has been killing it um, the whole time. He's been on that roster since the beginning and been killing it the whole time. So I think the two of them together are going to be – they're going to do something special. But they just have to have it on the main card, though. For people to see it, it can't be one of those pre-show people falling into the building deals. Otherwise, two or five live is going to suffer the same fate into the next WrestleMania that they've been suffering into this one. Like people need to see it. Um, the triple threat match for the Raw Women's Championship. I think you got to go. Major. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even with the fact that right now all of us are down on Ronda. Even though it's kind of now all taken too long, things got clunky with Becky and the police and all a lot of tropes we've just seen before. Still, there should be really good wrestling. Ultimately, the match itself is going to be really good, and Becky will likely get her moment, which I think uh, could be very exciting. Yeah, so I'm with you on the majesty, not majesty, the 
not giving it full majesty because I mean, Rhonda sort of takes me out of the build into this. Like, I think it's been good. I think they could have used more breaks. It's not something that we need to see every week. Um, but Rhonda sort of pulled me away from like lowered my excitement level. Now I don't think Becky comes out with the championship in the end. Um, but I do think that's a you think you think Charlotte does or Ronda? I think Charlotte. Sure, they love everyone. Loves Charlotte winning at big pay per view. That's for sure. I think Charlotte. Um, but yeah, that's another. We can discuss that closer to Mania. But um, Major is definitely where this one goes. It's not full Majesty just because the build hasn't been flawless. And um, and I'll give Brock Lesnar. And Seth Rollins, um, Mage. I, I just, it's going to be a great match. Um, and there could be a great moment there, but at the same time, the story, the story for why I'm supposed to really be invested, I'm not sure, SGG. Yeah. I'm going to give them that as well. I do think it's going to be a great match. Um, I'm hoping that it's more like Brock Lesnar's. Survivor Series matches and uh, his match with Finn, then, you know, the usual Brock Lesnar just dominates match. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I am expecting it to be good regardless. And yeah, I do think Seth also loses at Mania. But again, we'll get to that at the big WrestleMania spectacular. So to make a long story short, when you go over the 10 matches that exist two and a half weeks out, there's concern, SGG. Would you say, would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, When was the last time you had this much concern? Going into a WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, man. Because they've, they've been pretty, they've been pretty on fire from a like card standpoint for a while. Yeah. On paper, this doesn't look as good as last year's or the years before. Um, but they got time to shake things no, def- up and move it around. Definitely not. Definitely not last year. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Th- this might be on paper the worst of the 30s. Oh, I think I, I think it's got to be. I think it's got to be worse than the thirties. Yeah. Um. Last year, Brock Roman. Let's go back. Let's take a look at um. Thirty-one. Oh no, thirty-one had some stuff. Thirty-one had thirty-one Sting of Triple H, which it's people- it's Sting and Triple H. People looked at it crazy when they booked it, but then it ended up being a really fun match. I love that match. Um, 30 had Daniel Bryan. Yeah, 30 had Daniel Bryan opening and closing the show. It had the Undertaker shock. The weakest thing on it, the weakest thing on it was John Cena and Bray Wyatt. Um... Random the Shield versus Kane and the New Age Outlaws. That was such a short match. Wow, and it's funny they only had eight matches on that card. Now, now the last couple of years it's been up way higher. Yeah, and let's look go how back short those to matches that. were too. It had eight matches, but the longest match 
was what, 25 minutes? Just shy of 25 minutes? Or just shy of 26, excuse me? Um, 29, Miz and Wade Barrett, Shield versus Big Show, Randy Orton and Sheamus, Mark Henry over Ryback, this is rough, <laughs> Team Hell No against Big E and Dolph, Fandango over Jericho, oof, Del Rio over Swagger, okay, this is rough, Taker over CM Punk, that, yeah, this one, it was Met Life! Oh, why do they hate New York? <laughs> and then John Cena and The Rock. Triple H and Brock. Uh, yeah, it, it was it was back in New York. It's the worst one since then. That was worse, though. Yeah, it was. It was. 28 was in Miami. That had the Daniel Bryan instant match. Um, Primo and Epico. Over Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd. Sheamus over Daniel Bryan in two seconds. Kane and Orton. Big Show and Cody Rhodes. Kelly Kelly and Maria Menunos. But it had Undertaker Triple H. Then it had the Team Johnny against Team Teddy. Punk Punk and Jericho, Roxena. Also not a good one, dude. Yeah. They've really they've really been great 30 through 34. That's the thing. They've been really great recently. Um so we'll see. Hopefully, despite how it looks on paper, this lives up to to uh where these past few manias have been cuz cuz they've all been like you said, 30 through 34 have been on fire. Twenty. I'm going all the way back to twenty six. Big Show and the Miz over Morrison and r Truth. <laughs> did you did you skip twenty seven just because it was that bad? Like there's nothing. To- no, I'm just I'm just bouncing I'm bouncing around a little bit. Because tw- but the 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 twenties were rough, man. The, the, a lot of this is a rough one too. Well, the thing about the twenties and it, even like the earlier manias is like those are one match shows. So now we really get into manias where people expect every match to be a banger, which is a high bar. But um yeah, because this because this had Undertaker and Shawn Michaels, so like that you were still getting you were still getting those. So it's just a different kind of animal. Um, Twenty three in Detroit, um, Carlito and Ric Flair over Chavo and Gregory Helms. Mr. Kennedy won Money in the Bank, which was dope. This is when they had Money in the Bank at WrestleMania. Great Kali over Kane. I got something for that. It was Rapun. <laughs> um, Benoit versus MVP. That was good. Um, Undertaker over Batista. ECW Originals over the New Breed. All I can remember about that match Lash- was um, Elijah Burke's jacket. Do you remember like the crop top Strong jacket mo- that he had? I do not remember that so strongly. I need to go back and look, but there was some, I mean, I mean, and for your trivia, if you're wondering, yes, Marcus Corvan was on a WrestleMania card. Yes, that happened. As was Kevin Thorne. So, um, Molina over Ashley, John Cena, Shawn Michaels. So 23 was rough. Um, 22. I think 22 is a little better. 
Um, let's see. Uh, big Show and Kane over Carlito and Chris Masters. Already off to a better tag team start. Yeah. RV, um, RVD won Money in the Bank. JBL over Benoit. This is already better. Edge Foley. Boogeyman Booker T, which was just fun. Mickey and Trish. Undertaker Mark Henry. Shawn Michaels, Mr. McMahon. Rey Mysterio versus Orton and an Angle. Tori and Candice Michelle. John Cena and Triple H. That's a better now, one. Don't you love how the poster for WrestleMania 22 is of a match that was not taking place on that card? Like Booker T and John Cena are so far away from each other on that card. That is that is really insane. You're right. I don't even understand that poster. Why would that be the poster? I don't know. And then and then you get when once you get 20, 19, 18, 17, basically 14 through 20 are pretty awesome. I said um, 14 was what? Wasn't that? Oh yeah, yeah, no, that was the Shawn Michaels one. WrestleMania 2000. Yep, that's is my trash, Tyson. though. Not trash. That's very harsh. But it's not not my favorite. WrestleMania 2000, um, that would be Boss Man, Godfather, Hardcore Holly, Crash Holly. Okay. Albert and Test versus Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Okay. Uh, Edge and Christian. That was in the great um, triangle ladder match. Terry Runnels versus the Cat. China and Too Cool against the Radicals. Uh, Benoit over Jericho and Kurt Angle. Or sorry. Um, and then Jericho won fall two. Yeah. And that was, that, that was a good match. And, um, the triangle ladder match was pretty good too. But other than that, you're right. Not other than that, it was bad. Triple H against The Rock and Mick Foley and Big Show. They had a fatal four way. Yeah. For no. No, that was a rough one. You're right. You're right. I take it back. WrestleMania 2000 was rough. But, but it's surrounded it. by greatness, though. It is. Besides that, I mean, we'll see. We'll see where this one ends up. Listen, this is certainly there's already at least three or four matches that will ensure this is not among the the worst ones we just talked about. Um, but there's still there's still some work to be done. And obviously, we will feel a lot better if next week you add Kofi Bryant, Kofi um, Kingston versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship, and if we find out who Oscar's opponent is going to be. Although, um, I can't remember who exactly is in the running. I think Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and um, Carmella and Naomi. So, I mean, at least Oscar will get an opponent. I don't know if that's going to do much to bump her up to. Uh, Major or past where she is right now, but at least Oscar will have an opponent. Um, SGG, I have something for you over here. Uh, there's only one person it could be. One through three, one through five, one through ten. Um, Kofi Kingston. That gauntlet match 
was hot fire. Uh, he didn't end up coming away with that WWE Championship opportunity, but that's all right because he gave in an A-plus performance. Um, you could see the crowd was behind him when we all thought that he was going to WrestleMania after that victory over Randy Orton. Shenanigans are going to keep him out of the title match for now, but his performance is going to keep him in the Black Power Rankings this week by himself. Damn right. Dominating Kofi Kingston. I was so happy. Early on in that match. I was so happy. And then it went. I see. Uh huh. And then it ended. He's not a winner. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a really good match with Daniel Bryan too, though. It was short, but it was really, it was really fun. Wish he would have pulled out the win, but there was no way he was going to beat the a fresh WWE champion. After now, you can't through. do that. Not when you're. Yeah, that that's when you knew it was it was impossible. I thought maybe they were going to bring out. You know, I, I was waiting maybe you know for Big Daddy V to come out or um, King Kong Bundy or um, Andre. You know? Yeah, somebody, one of those guys. But uh Yoko. But he had no chance. But once I saw the table, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, w- once I saw it was Daniel Bryan, it was it was over. Alright, what else? What else? Who's number two? Kofi is Dylon, 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 and Dylon this week. Uh, it's all about Kofi. Got it. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you even said that at the beginning. That's terrible of me. Um I'll just say this. You know, I could stupid John Lena John Cena's Low level. Um, Iconics did get a win this week over um, the women's tag team champions. I'll tell you what, though. You know I love the Iconics, um, but they're in ring. They do not look ready for a match with Sasha and, and Bailey. Am I wrong about I that? They, they just don't are. look up to snuff. I don't think they're no. bad, but, I mean. They're slow. They're, it, 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 everything looks very thought out. It looks tough. Um, also, SGG, did you notice what I said in the chat the other day that over the last two weeks, WWE has stopped something they've done for years, and that is when there's a big slow-mo spot in the replay, they don't speed it up at the end. They let the slow-mo finish out in slow-mo. I didn't notice that. Although, I I got to say, yep. it's with, some, with some spots, I like the slow-mo being sped up at the end and with others, I could see the need for like keeping it slow-mo so that you can see what actually happened. That needs to be something they do on a case-by-case basis. Yeah. Um, right now, if you go look, though, I, they never did it. It was like no matter what it was, they would speed it up at the end. Even if I was like, dude, they could have showed that in slow-mo and it would have looked awesome, they wouldn't do it. If you look now, they, they're letting a lot of things play out in slow-mo. It's interesting. Um, just a little nerdy nerdy thing that I noticed. Um, You're going to go to hit me and I'm going to miss. You're going to miss. I'm going to hit you. That's right. Um, So anyways, uh, I don't know. I said this week I would know for sure. We're not going to do a live cheap heat. I'll just be honest. I'm not feeling it. I, I guess I was unsure of what my plans would be. And seeing as I don't think I'm working that weekend, I just... Uh, if I'm being uh, listen, I'm honest with the cheap heat universe. I'm not really in the mood to do anything. Um, that doesn't mean last minute we won't throw a little heat and greet together to grab beverages one day somewhere in Brooklyn. I could definitely see doing that. You know, maybe even WrestleMania Sunday. Um, 
you know, if I'm if I'm not working, I don't see why I can't we can't uh, do something maybe before a little pregame or something. But as of right now, I haven't had anything planned. I've just been swamped with a lot of different things that I'm working on, which will uh, you know come to light sooner um, than later. But you know that that's where I'm at, SGG. I wish I had a more hardcore answer for everyone. Well, and when I say hardcore, I don't mean like the new breed, Marcus Corvon <laughs> and Kevin Thorne. I'm talking Sandman. You know what I'm saying? Well, you does you deserve to uh, enjoy a mania as a fan. If it just so happens to be the one where you got home court advantage, then why not? Right? This is the one to enjoy as a fan, if any. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you're right. Just hang out and chill. I feel like Samoa Joe on WrestleMania a couple years ago. I had nothing to do. Yeah. I mean, listen, there have been way, there have been better talents than me who had nothing to do on WrestleMania Sunday but wander around. We're not. We're not going to start naming names. Cheap Heat Universe. No, I'm in. I'm in Elite Company. I'm. I mean, listen. Alexa Bliss is only hosting WrestleMania. This is true. She she could be the most over woman in the entire women's division. She's just hosting. I think I would have done an excellent job hosting WrestleMania. SGG. certainly better than Colin Jost and Michael J as as correspondents as well. I mean. And this is nothing against so, that, Jost and Che, but but I mean, come on, they're, they're up. I got I love I, Che's a good guy. I, um, I consider myself uh, very friendly with him. Don't know Colin Jost, um, but I mean, come on, from, over Rosenberg. From, from what I've heard, for Colin Jost is a is a cool dude. Um, I have a friend who went to high school with them and said he made their math teacher cry in class, which I think is kind of hilarious. That, but. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's how you translate cool SGG. It's a weird standard, but listen, you're a weird guy. So <laughs> the math teacher um, caught his wrath, but they say despite that that he seems to be like a pretty cool, chill person to be around. Nice guy. Um, shout out to that guy, Greg. Roman's the best. They got to find something for him. Is he is he facing Drew at WrestleMania? He didn't accept. The uh, well, it's yet. gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be Roman and Drew McIntyre. It's just gonna be let's just get these guys together, which I think would be a good match. No, it'll be fine. I'll give that. I'll give that. Um, uh, mage. Oh, and we're gonna have the 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 raw women's the the, the women's tag match is gonna be some sort of triple or no quadruple threat women's tag match. So they're gonna have Sasha and Bailey probably versus Beth and Natalia versus Nia and Tamina versus the Iconics. That'll probably be thrown on there as well. How do you feel about that? Like that being the combination of the four tag teams. I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it. It's just to get a lot of people in the match. Okay. You feel differently? I mean, I feel like there could have been an NXT tag team thrown in there since they did tease out eventually the, uh, defending the titles at, um, at NXT. But they, but they already broke up. They already broke up the idea that it's one from each tag, you know, one division because Natalia and Beth are on Raw, or Natalia at least is, and so are Nia and Tamina. Yeah. So I feel like that Beth Phoenix um, Natalia spot could have gone to an NXT team, maybe. But also, you know, Beth Phoenix is a Hall of Famer, so maybe she brings in the Legend spot. She ticks that box, right? You could look, you could look at it like that as well, too. Um, Another man who's been waiting anxiously with anticipation. His name is Jeff Harvey Hardy. We'll probably see them on the kickoff show, I'm guessing, versus the Usos. That was hinted at, at least. Yeah, this is tough because you want them on the main card, but everybody can't make the main card. 
The Usos did make the main card last year, right? Yes. The streak ended. Um, all right, SGG, we'll do it again next week. Hopefully have some positive things to discuss. Oh, my goodness. Uh, enjoy the basketball this weekend and um, enjoy yourself, you know? Oh, yeah, and stay mage. Oh, and take it easy, man.